We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. about the very exciting 2014 Kids Choice Awards and this year it was hosted by Mark Wahlberg and we are talking with Kiefer and Cheyenne who got to cover the red carpet or in this case the orange carpet I got to interview quite a few people so guys thank you for being on the show with me Kiefer how are you? In the doghouse for April Fool's Day but having a great day (laughs) and Cheyenne how are you? I'm doing great thanks for asking how about you? I'm doing very well. Thank you guys again for being with me. Uh, so like I said, you guys got to eat, attend the uh, 2014 Kids' Choice Awards, which is very exciting. Um, and I hear you guys interviewed so many people. Uh, so Kiefer, start off by telling us about your experience on the orange-colored carpet and how it was for you. Well, this was my first time at the orange carpet, and Cheyenne second, so she pretty much gave me great advice, and she was experienced with this orange carpet. And it was a blast. It was the most fun I've had um, to date right now. The, everyone was so nice. All the crew, everyone got us, they got the interviews with. It was an absolute blast. That sounds so fun. I know doing big events like that, it always gives you such a rush because you're surrounded by other reporters and everything is going, you know, so fast sometimes and then other times you're just waiting in anticipation and it's such a fun time. Uh, So Cheyenne, like Kiefer said, this is your second time doing the Kids' Choice Awards. So what was it like, you know, being sort of a senior of this event and being, uh, you know, experiencing this before? What was it like for you? It was really fun. Um, there was a lot of different stars from two years ago, the last time I did it. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was really fun, and I got to meet some huge stars that I never met before, and I totally got starstruck, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's done. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, speaking about being starstruck, let's jump into the people that you guys got to meet. So, Cheyenne, why don't you tell us uh, the favorite people that you got to meet in an interview? Out of the 26 that you got to talk to, which is very exciting. <laughs> um, my favorite and I, the most I got starstruck was from John Cena and the Bella Twins from WWE because they have their own 
reality show. I, I technically watch them almost every week. So then I'm like, oh my god, it's them! Yeah, I and love them. I was behind them. I, was, I turned my back on them. My mom was like, oh look, it's the Bella Twins. And I'm like, oh, where, where? Turned around and I saw them and I literally shotgun screamed. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So Kiefer, uh, what are the favorite people that you got to meet? I do have to have a comment on that. I was standing right next to her, and she was not exaggerating there. We <laughs> laughed. It was so funny because she just like, the Bellagins, I watch you every Monday. They, they were so nice, and they said hi and everything. So I just had to add on to that. Um, I believe the nicest person we got to interview was Coco Jones. Uh, she was an absolute blast to um, interview. We, She was like, Okay, hi, what's the channel is this? Kids Plus? Okay, she took the microphone, she's like, hi, I'm Coco Jones, and you're listening to Kids Plus, and we didn't have to say anything. She's just like, she's got this. <laughs> she's and... got it unlocked. That's awesome. Yes. So, what kind of questions did you ask her, since she was your favorite? Well, we got to ask, well, I didn't get really asked her very questions, but I believe Cheyenne did. I was there just... Mm -hmm listening to us sing. In fact, she did get to sing a little bit to us even with her um, new album coming out on, um, and she has a YouTube channel too, Coco Jones YouTube channel. So I believe um, Cheyenne asked most of the questions there. Mm -hmm. And Cheyenne, what questions did you ask of the lovely Coco Jones? Um, since she was a singer and she did guest star in some shows in Disney, um, asked her how her career was and What's her latest song she's working on? So then, as Kiefer was saying, she was working on an album. And I asked her for a little sample of her newest song from her album. So then she sang us, and it was really nice. That's awesome. That's so exciting that she sang to you. Sneak peek of some stuff off of her new album. Uh, so since you were so enthusiastic about uh, John Cena and the Bella Twins, I want to jump back to them really quick. What types of questions did you ask them? Okay, um... For the for John Cena, I asked him, how is it like to be on the reality show Total Divas? Because um, the Bella Twins and Nikki, and he's dating her. So then he, he has to go on the reality show. So then I asked him, how is it like? He said, well, it's kind of fun, but embarrassing, too, because they had to film his life, too. And it was really funny because... Because he didn't seem like it was embarrassing. And for the Bella twins, I asked him, I asked them, so how is it like to be a twin? And do you, do you, um, do you think, like, you know, people can tell the difference? They're like, oh, well, I don't really know. <laughs> well, it sounds like they were very fun, and I'm glad you got to meet them since you're such a big fan of, you know, the whole uh, Total Divas. And I love watching that show. I think it's so fun. It's so fun to get to see them. So it's super Maybe. cool that you got to talk to them. <laughs> You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And today we are going to be talking about the island of lemurs and reviewing the films Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Noah. So right now we are going to continue talking with Kiefer and Cheyenne, who recently covered the orange carpet for the 2014 Kids' Choice Awards. And they were just telling me about their favorite person to interview and getting to talk to. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the other stars that you got to meet since the orange carpet is totally star-studded and covered with lots of very famous actors and actresses and singers and all all sorts of people and as you two said you were very starstruck so Kiefer why don't you tell us um, some of the other stars and people that you got to meet well we also got to interview um, Eva Bella who 
was the voice of young Elsa from Frozen. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she was great. We I asked the questions like, um, is it kind of surreal to hear your voice in an animated character? And she says, like, it's a little bit weird, but when you start hearing it, you just feel like, you oh, that, that's yourself right there. And I also asked her pretty much the most unoriginal question ever, do you want to be a snowman? She chuckled, and I had a cheap laugh right there, but... <laughs> <laughs> But well, even if it is a question that may have been asked, I think that's so awesome because it's always <laughs> nice to tie in the movie. Yes. And what about you, Shay? And what were some other memorable people that you got to talk to in interview? The Power Rangers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, we we didn't meet the full cast of the Power Rangers, but we met the Pink Ranger and the Yellow Ranger. That's super exciting. That's awesome. Uh, what questions did you get to ask them? Um, I asked them what type of martial arts they do, because it's acrobatic and martial arts. So, and they said it was mixed. I'm like, whoa, I never knew because I do Kung Fu. And I see some of their moves, but I'm like, hmm, I wonder what other martial arts there are in there. Yeah, that's they awesome. Said, they said it was mixed, so I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> I think it's cool, though, that they incorporate other styles, and I think that's cool that you got to get that little insight. Uh, so, Kiefer, well pass back to you. We'll just play ping pong between the two of you guys talking about the stars that you liked and got to interview. So, Kiefer, who else was super memorable or someone who you maybe got a funny answer out of? Let's see. Um, I believe we have um, the voice actress. Um, no, actually, John Cena. Let's, I want to go back to him for a minute. I got to ask him um, what about we saw David Hasselhoff right next to us and WWE was interviewing him and he did the signature move you can't see me. <laughs> so I asked him, like, how does it feel to see that? And he was like, when I shook his hand, I mean, he's got huge hands. And, like, my hand is, like, so tiny to his. So I was, like, I was um, hysterical because I was, like, when I shook his hand, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so his hand's so huge. But I asked him, what was it like with um, when people are imitating your movie? And he says, oh, it's fun to see other people try my move. And if they can do it all the power to them. <laughs> uh, so, Shannon, who is someone that you think you got the funniest answer out of, of all the people that you got to talk to? Hmm. Oh, the Fresh Beat fan? Um, I like, um, because of the, you know, they're for, they're for um, Nick Jr. Um, they said, I asked them, how is it like to, you know, tour on bus with them? Tour on the bus with, like, your whole, your whole cast. And you're like, oh, it's really fun. You know, she cooks, I sing, and all that. It was funny because they sounded like they're a whole family, even though they weren't. Absolutely. Well, if you spend that much time, you know, touring on a bus together, it sort of gets to the place where, you know, you become a family, and I think that's exciting that you got to talk with them about that. Uh, so you guys, again, you got to talk to so many people, and unfortunately we can't cover all the people that you got to talk to, but you guys did cover um, the orange-colored carpet for the 2014's Kids' Choice Awards, so definitely be sure to check that out on kidsfirst.org and see all of their interviews and lots of other fun stuff. Cheyenne, thank you so much for being with us and telling us all about your second year on the orange-colored carpet. Thank you. And Kiefer, thank you for telling us all about your first experience at the Kids First uh, Kids Choice Awards, and um, I hope you get to go to it again. It sounds like such an awesome event. Always a pleasure, and I can't wait to do it maybe next year. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. 
and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hi, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Today, we were talking about the 2014 Kids' Choice Awards Orange Carpet, and we have more fun in store of you right, right now. We're talking about the films Island of Lemurs, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Noah. Right now I'm talking with Jerry on Island of Lemurs. How's summer treating summer, sorry, not summer, spring treating you, Jerry? It's treating me fan-fantastic. Sadly, it's kind of windy and cold in California right now, though. Yeah, I hear it's gonna rain soon, but rain never hurt anybody. Especially in California right now. Especially. Now, before we talk about the film, I heard you went to both the press junket and the premiere where you got to talk to a good friend of yours, Morgan Freeman. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah, I interviewed Morgan Freeman quite a few times. My first time was actually not at this event. It was for a Lego movie. Yes. And that was pretty fun. You were there too, Kiefer. Yeah, I was there too. (laughs) 
And uh, then the next two times we asked the press junket and the premiere, and you know he was really really nice, and I thought he wouldn't re he wouldn't remember me, and he looked like he remembered me. And at the first interview, I was kind of nervous because you know it's Morgan Freeman and all, but it was a fun <laughs> and awesome interview. And at the red carpet, he literally walked up to me and said, "Can I? You want an interview?" Wow, he even asked you. Wow, Morgan yeah. Freeman. Well, seem like you guys are buddy buddies. Maybe we can go out and have some coffee and just talk about movies we're gonna be in. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it was a lot of fun. He was really, really nice. So we, it was a pretty fun time. And what kind of questions did you ask him? You know, I asked him questions like, I, I knew he was straightforward. I didn't realize how straightforward he was. And um, one of the questions I asked is, did you, how did you prepare? And he was like. So I sat down at the recording booth, I had my coffee, I had my water, I had my script laid out, pretty girl somewhere, and I just read. And I was surprised that he just did it like that, really naturally. And a cu couple of other questions were like, so did you love lemurs before? And surprisingly, he met lemurs before, but before this film, he wasn't really interested into lemurs that much. Well, I like that, straightforward and to the point. And yet, when you get to talk to Morgan Freeman, it's just all, that's all you need sometimes. Yeah. Now, I did you get to see the film by any chance? No, I did get to see the documentary. It's about 45 minutes long, and I absolutely adored it. The lemurs, and, I... Sorry, go on. No, you go ahead. No, you're the interviewer. No, you're okay. the interviewee. Go on. Well, the lemurs were just so, so adorable. My favorite personality is the mouse lemur, who is this little, well, little lemur that's super adorable and tiny, the smallest primate on Earth, and has big eyes and just so cute. Wow. I always loved lemurs. I always thought they were really adorable little creatures. Yeah. Anything, anything else in, like, in documentary he tests, but, like, the trainers, the settings they were in? They did include one main doctor. Her name is Dr. Patricia Ryan. She rediscovered the bamboo lemur. When I say rediscovered, basically it means for 50 years, that lemur is thought to be extinct, completely gone, not to be seen. But one day, she finally found the bamboo lemur. And after that, she founded a family of a mo Well, there used to be a mother, but the mother disappeared, sadly. A father and a daughter. And you join her on the story to basically... She tries to repopulate these two lemurs, and you learn a lot about lemurs' problems and their history. Basically, a normal day for a lemur. Hmm. And what kind of stuff did you learn about a lemur? Well, I learned that th they weren't actually originally like evolved onto Madagascar. They actually used to live, I think, on Africa, if hmm. I am correct. Sorry if I make a mistake. I'm not very good at my lemur history, but... <laughs> Uh, they were on Africa, and they survived the dinosaurs, and after that, a big storm washed the entire family of lemurs away onto Madagascar, and millions of years later, they repopulate to the millions of lemurs on Madagascar. Oh, wow. Well, you learn something new every day. And does that still work into, like, the documentary? Do you, do you find, do you get invested with it? You know, that le that documentary, not Lemur, uh, that documentary was fantastic. The camera shots themselves were, it was like, wait, how did they get that close to a Lemur? 
they're literally inches away from lemurs, and the lemurs didn't even notice. I was like, what? <laughs> and what? they had they had camera shots that was like, that's po- that's not po- that's not possible. <laughs> and I find out they are possible. Well, they're shown in the film. They have to be possible somehow. You just may not know how they do it. Movie yeah. magic. <laughs> You're listening to Boys America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today we were talking about the event Kids' Choice Awards, um, Orange Carpet, and also talking about the films Islands of Lemurs, Noah, and Captain America Winter Soldier. I'm now talking with Jay on how Island of Lemurs had some almost impossible but yet possible camera shots. And now the documentary was beautiful, and we got to talk about, we got to talk to, he got to talk to Morgan Freeman for the third time, and we're just having a ball talking about Island of Lemus. So, what's it about Island of Lemus that makes this documentary different from others? You know, definitely something different about others is, well... First of all, it doesn't just show cute little lemurs and talk about their stories and stuff. It shows what's really going on in Madagascar. It shows the real, real problems. And I also learned a very sad fact during the Q&A that poor people in Madagascar are actually eating lemurs. So, yeah, it was really sad. And it actually shows you what's going on and how humans are basically ruining their habitat because we're burning down forests and destroying their homes. Wow. So it doesn't mess around. It really, it really tells the story of lemurs. It's not. It doesn't shy away from showing you what really happens. Like yeah, it's, like it's not a happy little story about cute little lemurs jumping around from trees and making songs and dancing. It's about the real deal. But is it um is it too graphic or like too dark for like kids not to see it? You know, they don't actually show any violence whatsoever. They just show a whole bunch of burnt down forests. Mm. So really, there's not much violence but it is kind of intense when that does happen because it's kind of scary and a bit of like up next so some younger kids probably should not see that until they're a bit older and since we're on um age range what age range would you give this film you know it definitely depends how used to like stuff that you are um a normal age rating i would recommend 6 to 18 would probably be a good one I mean, all ages above six would absolutely love this film. So I think that if you're six or older, you should be good. That's good. Well, I want to see this film very much. It's coming out in theaters April 4th. So make sure to mark your calendars to go see the, check out this film. And when you got to interview, who else did you get to interview at like, the press junket and red carpets? I got to interview the director, the producer slash writer. And I also got to the interview Dr. Patricia Wright. Twice, actually twice so what else did you talk to dr patricia patricia right about like what questions did you ask her you know i asked her questions like what feeling because before she became an expert on lemurs and monkeys and stuff she was actually a social worker in new york and one year she saw a cute monkey and she got a phd in studies of monkeys and left everything behind in New York and landed in Madagascar with staying there for now 20 years. 20 years, wow. So she's pretty much got Madagascar, she's pretty much living in Madagascar for most of her life. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, mostly. Okay. Well, I, I, I know a lot of curious people and friends of mine have been asking, are lemurs monkeys, or are they just different kind of their own breed? Technically, if, well, biologically speaking, lemurs are a great-great cousin, like, far, far cousin of lemurs. Well, I mean monkeys. They are related monkeys in some way or another. That's why they are in the same study group. But most people think think that lemurs are their own species because they're unique. Okay. As Dr. Patricia Wright say, they're every lemur is different than the other. Kind of yeah. like humans. Yes, agreed. Well, this film is coming out in 3D IMAX in theaters February. I'm oh, sorry, February in. April 4th, so please check it out. It's in fr- it's in Theus Friday. Thank you again, Jay, for telling me about Island of Lemurs. Thank you so much for letting me talk to you about such adorable creatures. And I can't wait to see a film. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice American Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. 
And I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And right now, we are going to be talking about the new film, Noah, and we have with us Kiefer. So, Kiefer, thank you so much for being my co-host and also talking to me about this fantastic new film. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about this new, you know, major motion picture that is based off of the biblical stories of Noah's Ark? Well, like you said, it is based off the biblical story of Noah. Russell Crowe, who plays Noah, is told by the creator, in this case, that he is going to cleanse the world of evil by, by using flooding the world. So, do, so to save all the innocents, such as the animals and his family, he builds a giant ark, which might, might have ended in this film, looks absolutely grand. And, it, and while also in this film, it does ask the question about how Noah really goes through this, and it does show a new side to a character like this. Mm-hmm. And he goes through the troubles of him and his family on the ark while still learning about what he needs to do for the creator. Oh, it sounds like a very interesting film, and it sounds like sort of a big project to tackle from a movie-making standpoint, honestly, because it is a biblical story, and so many people for, you know, as long as humans have been, well, not as long as humans have been here, but as long as the Bible has been a thing, people have been following it, and it's sort of like something that not many people make movies about, but now we have Noah and we have the Son of God, so it's sort of becoming something that uh, Hollywood and the media is tackling. So what did you think of the story, and how do you think that they were able to portray this biblical story in a way that is appealing to people who might not necessarily be of the Christian faith or might not necessarily, you know, know that much about this story? Well, I'm just going to go out. This follows the biblical story from a story standpoint, but it's, to be honest, it is not entirely just Christian based. Mm -hmm. They never actually say the word God. They always say creator. So that just gives it even more open up. What I feel like films are actually tackling very good about is it takes stories and it makes it into film. Without making, with films, you have to do it for the majority audience. And I believe this film it's not entirely biblical. It's based off a biblical story, but it's not the beliefs and sort of philosophy of it. People can go, audience of any religion can go into this and won't, and won't feel uncomfortable thinking, oh, it's just a Christian movie. In fact, no, it's actually a very good movie, acting-wise and cinematography-wise, that I feel like audience can at least check it out, not from a religious standpoint, but sort of a philosophical standpoint. That's what I've heard. That sounds, and I think that's actually really cool that that's the route and the direction that they took with this film is keeping it sort of open. Because when I first heard about this movie, I was like, how are they going to do this? But after watching the trailers and reading about it, like, it seems like a very well thought out film and like um, a fantastic film. And I'm actually really excited to see it, especially because I love the cast, um, which includes Russell Crowe and Emma Watson, Logan Lerman, uh, Douglas Booth, lots of people that I'm really big fans of. So what did you think of the cast personally, and how do you think the cast and characters worked together? Well, I'm just going to say that the cast is beautiful, especially the leading ladies, Jennifer Connelly, Emma Watson especially. I always love to see actresses like Emma Watson to adapt to more movie roles instead of her... Most people see her as Hermione Granger, but 
I'm glad she's adapting to better roles. And she does a fantastic job. I mean, this is a great part for her to play. And at first you think, wow, interesting casting, but she pulls it off. Same goes for Jennifer Connelly and Russell Crowe, big fan of him, mm-hmm. and Logan Lerman. Love him. He's a great. I've, I've met him before. He's an absolute kind person. And again, always, he always exceeds my expectations. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll definitely be exciting to see Emma Watson in this film because I love Emma Watson in all the movies that she's in. You know, Perks of Being Wallflower is amazing, oh. which is why I'm excited to see her and Logan be together again in a film because I think their chemistry is fantastic and they work together very beautifully. And I loved her in some of her older films, too, that she was working on while also working on Harry Potter, like Ballet Shoes and other films like that. And so I think she's absolutely fantastic. Um, and she's one of the main reasons that I want to see this film. Again, it sounds like a fantastic story and I love all of the cast but Emma Watson oh my goodness I worship her she's amazing so anyway back to the film and less of (laughs) us fangirling and boying over Emma Watson what did you think of the cinematography and the special effects because as you said the arc that Noah is creating is grand um so what did you think of that it's massive it's some of this some of the places they go is absolutely marvelous to see we have um, a big, gigantic mountain. It looks, it's fresh with green, but also on the side of it, it's like this whole desolate wasteland of just black rocks and everything. And it's absolutely beautiful to watch and look at. The Ark itself, I'm a little, I was a little disappointed they don't explore the Ark too much. I mean, it looks, it looks massive, but they don't, like, go around it. They don't give you a tour or anything. But you see enough to see how huge it is. And that you will think, you, when you see that, I'm like, yeah, all the animals of the world could fit in that boat. <laughs> well, maybe in, when the DVD gets released, there will be, like, special features, a tour of Noah's Ark. We can just cross our fingers and hope for that. <laughs> oh, yes. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And we have been talking about the Island of Lemurs, the 2014 Kids' Choice Awards. And right now we are talking about Noah. And we have with us Kiefer, and he's telling us all about this film and how it actually, you know, even though it is a biblical story, it deviates a little bit from the Bible version. And it's something that is a broad enough story. And it sounds very beautiful that audiences of all faiths and beliefs and philosophies will enjoy it and uh, the cast sounds phenomenal the visual direction that they went with this film sounds incredible i absolutely cannot wait to see this film so talk to me a little bit about your favorite character if you had one favorite character i will have to go with um, noah played by russell crowe <laughs> just be well shocker <laughs> shocker yeah well not only do i just Love is acting, Gladiator, all those. But because you, with a character like Noah, it's kind of hard to really put this character on the big screen. And when we see him, I feel like I do sense the struggle he's going through. Because once we're on the boat, once we're on the arc, you think like that's the end. No, we still got an hour left of film left. Hour left of film. So we see the struggle of what he's trying to figure out because he's confused. He believes the creator wants this, but he's sensing it to do something else. You have to see the film to really understand what this character goes through. And just by the story, it's not a family. It's not very much a kid's film. 
There was some graphic and dark things in here, which I'm glad they show. I'm glad they don't shy away from it because it is very a dark kind of story when you think about it. Yeah, it is. And they don't really shy away from it. And that's why I'm saying 14 through 18-year-olds, just mm-hmm. to put an age range on that for the audience that want to see this. It is dark. It is very graph. It is pretty graphic for what they show. But still, I would check it out for what this story is trying to tell. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about an older audience, not necessarily in their teens or even early 20s? Like, Because I know um, a lot of Russell Crowe's fans, my parents included, have seen a lot of his, like you said, more graphic films and seen a lot more... Um, you know, more mature films. So do you think that they would enjoy this film or do you think it's more for teens? No, they would enjoy this film. I believe adults can see this film. Um, my mom enjoyed it. I She said it was kind of like a, in fact, fancy sci-fi for what they show. Yeah, I heard it was a bit futuristic. We got, which is interesting because it is way in the past. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got watches and falling angels and this kind of material that's, that was found by the Falling Angels, that is used in this film. And it's an interesting way of looking at it. And I love films that make you, that once you leave, you kind of think, huh, you start thinking a new different way. And it's a really thinking movie for me in particular. And I like films like that. They make you think without making you think, wow, was, that was kind of interesting. But it was a great film. It's, I, can't, I don't know if I can stress that enough, how amazing this film is. Films that you can walk away with something to think about, you know, that give you food for thought in a sense, those are the best films because I always love being able to leave a film and have like 20 minutes to like an hour conversation with whoever I saw it with like about what the film meant to us and I think you can enjoy your, you know, film experience even more because seeing movies is about escaping into a world of fantasy, but it's also about sparking interest and sparking thought. So I think it's beautiful that this film was able to do that. So quickly, before we're out of time, will you tell us uh, your star rating from a scale of one to five for the film Noah? Five out of five stars for grand cinematography, fantastic acting, and a very interesting message and story this movie is telling well you've heard it here folks five out of five stars for noah (laughs) i'm super excited to see this film personally i cannot wait to see it i'll probably see it this weekend honestly um noah is in theaters now so if you are 13 and up or 14 and up as Kiefer says definitely be sure to check it out Kiefer, thank you so much for telling us all about this fantastic film i'm glad i was able to get off my chest that's great yes (laughs) let's take a break i'm your co-host raven devaney and I'm your co-host, Keefa Blakesley. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hi, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keith Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Raymond Devaney. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Today we were talking about the films Noah, Island of Lemus, and the big event 2014 Kids Choice Awards Orange Carpet. Now I'm talking with Jerry again with the big blockbuster Captain America Winter Soldier. And how are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing very good. How about you? Fantastic. Now, I love superhero films. I'm a total geek with these comic books. Can you tell us a little bit about the synopsis of this film? Well, what this film is basically about mainly, I hope that's what synopsis means. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, basically, Captain America is chilling, you know, saving everybody with his shield and his awesome clothes and all his friends and stuff. But then he kind of notices something is going on with shield, and he, he kind of wants to find out. But when he finds out something... It's something really big. And I'm not going to release it because it's going to, like, ruin everything. But this thing's, like, really, really, really big and really surprising. Dun, you... dun, dun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm not going to say it, so you have to watch the film to see it. Well, I'm sorry to burst your bubble there, but once I saw the title Winter Soldier, I knew the twist. I read the comics. I've read them all. So, sorry, no spoilers. I'm not going to spoil it, but I kind of know the big reveal, but my mom does it, so she's going to see it. Now, I'm a total sucker for these films. Can you tell us a little bit about the action with Captain America? Well, the action, they had some pretty, pretty good special effects, but they did kind of, well, they did kind of made it hard to see the action at a couple of points, 
because the camera shots were moving way too fast. Uh. Like one shot, there was a missile being shot at them, and the camera shots was moving so fast, I was like, wait, what? What's going on? <laughs> and I just, just like waited until it was blacked out so I could actually see what the heck is going on. See, some action films do suffer that, the camera angles and the shaky cam, with it shaking way too much, you don't know what's going on. But did that perhaps ruin the film, or did that, was it just kind of a little nitpick? It was one of the things that kind of was upsetting, not expected, kind of surprising, honestly. There were a couple of other things, though, not big, though. One of the main thing, main. I want things I want to address is honestly the whole idea of the plots. It's a great story, and it, if it's based off a comic book, I think that's fantastic. But if they could, I would have honestly done it from Nick Fury's point, hmm. just because that would have been well a bit more intense, a bit more actiony, a bit more surprising and interesting because they've never done a film or anything from Nick Fury. He's just like that guy there that's all in the movies. Well, it would, that's actually an interesting standpoint. I mean, it is, it is Captain America, Winter Soldier, but it would, it would nice, be nice to see the perspective of Nick Fury. In fact, here, you've heard it today, folks. We are going to see if we can try to make a Nick Fury movie. Woo, go uh, Nick Fury. There we go. Okay, it's, we've done it today. So... Perspective Nick Fury. Well, I never heard that from a critic, but actually that's a very interesting standpoint for this film. Well, once I see it, I'm going to see if I'm going to agree with you there. But back to the film, since I'm a comic book geek and I'm going to like it, do you think it's only going to be, do you think only comic book fans are going to enjoy it? Or can any action-based person love this film? You know, honestly, I think anybody will love it because my mother, she hasn't read one comic book ever. And she loved the storyline. She loved Captain America. She loved it all. Uh, Of course, we we agreed on a couple of problems, but they were really, really minor. And it was fantastic. And they had some pretty futuristic cool stuff. Like they had these huge like floating ships they're going to deploy that it's also a big part of the story, and they're, like, super futuristic and super awesome. And another scene, they have, like, this guy brain in a computer. It's like, what? And um, for those of you who don't know, what he's talking about is the helicarrier, the shield helicarrier, that's what it's called. And um, in issue 21, it actually... No, I'm kidding. But, um... <laughs> so, in this film, we have amazing actors, Samuel Jackson, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson. What did you think of the cast in this film? You know, I think they all played what they should have done, and I think they all did fantastically. Captain America especially, he was kind of like a naive, kind of like, you know, he was kind of like a naive super soldier that at the same time acted like a young man trying to have fun, even though he was a super soldier trying to save the world every couple of movies. Well, he is a soldier from the 1940s, I believe, and he was frozen in time, so pretty much... He's not used to the 21st century, so it's <laughs> time getting used to. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today, we were talking about the big event, 2014 Kids, Kids Choice Awards, Orange Carpet, and the films 
Island of Lemurs, Noah, and right now I'm talking with Jerry on Captain America Winter Soldier. We were just talking about how the actors do a fantastic job playing the parts and how the film would have been good if, if we have a standpoint from Samuel Jackson's character, Nick Fury. So we're going to try to work on that. We'll, we'll collaborate on that idea. But for right now, the stay in the now. Let's talk about the special effects in this film. What did you think, Jerry? Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's all I have to say. The special effects were like, no, they didn't. Well, can you elaborate? Well, it was just fantastic and extremely futuristic. And some and some things like, well, first of all, Nick Fury's car, for example. It's a car. Yes. It's fantastic. It has holograms, has a built-in AI, it has self-drivable, has cup holders, has everything. I think my favorite was the cup holders, but I'll stick with yeah, the holograms. Nah, cup holders, to stick with those. But. Yeah, cup holders, you know. They were live. Old style. <laughs> I'm not going to use them anymore. Now, with what you can talk about the story, I know you can't talk about it. This one of those movies where if you just talk about a little bit about the story, you just give away everything. But as much as you can, trying to hide the story, can you please tell us about how the storytelling in this film is? Is it fluent or is it just kind of mediocre? Well, I really didn't realize the entire storyline until the end. So, you at first, at the very first scene, you're like, okay, okay. It's one of these movies when they start off with a normal day. And you expect a million things. You can expect some bad guy to be really, really cool and have to verse Captain America and be one of those just normal, ordinary superhero movies, right? Yes. That's what I was expecting when I first saw The Winter Soldier. I wasn't, but you go on. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not as big as a fanboy as you are. Oh, thanks. <laughs> go on, sorry. <laughs> but, um, I, and then when I finished seeing the movie, I was like, did not see that coming. <laughs> so they definitely kept you at the edge of your seat, but a couple of times it was a bit boring. Huh. Well, like, how? How so boring? Well, honestly, some of the scenes, you kind of could expect what would happen. You're like, yeah, I can, I can see what's going to happen. Yeah, I can see, honestly see. Especially if you read the comic books like you did, Kiefer, because then you pretty much know the entire story. Well, I kind of go into a film without directing too much from a comic book. I want to go into a film and just think, okay, look at it from a film standpoint, because comic book is a totally different adaptation. That's more just storytelling, all visuals, and you can do a lot more with, with art than actual, well, film, because you have budget cuts, you have times when you may not get the actors you want, but again, I'm looking to a film, and I may not, and I know maybe what's, what's going to happen, but I'm just going to look at it from film point of view. So... What would you say the age range for this movie is? You know, the age range for this age range for this movie, honestly, I wouldn't put it too high, but at the same time, I wouldn't put it too low because there is action, there is some violence, there is some goriness because you know it's Captain America. But um, I think the age range of nine to eighteen would be good. Nine, ten, eight to eighteen, because really, I 
the entire movie I saw this, I couldn't see anything gory, but you could see that there was supposed to be gory there, like, that was a gory scene. Yes. Even though you didn't see anything. And how many stars would you give this film? I honestly think I will give it four out of five stars, because there were a couple of minor issues, but otherwise it was a fantastic film. Well, I'm glad you liked it. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to check it out soon. So check out Captain America Winter Soldier in theaters April 4th or Friday. So please check it out. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our video reviews on the latest film and DVD releases. And to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Raymond Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you for listening. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 